Thank you for tuning in once again. This is Ishmael Sistrunk, the Executive Director of Communications with Riverview Garden School District, and this is the Ramily Matters Podcast, Episode 2. Uh, and with me today, I have Miss Khadija Tijan. Did I say that you got right? It. You got Khadija it. Tijan. I uh, had had to uh, ask for assistance, had to phone a friend before so. And as a person with the name Ishmael Sistrunk, <laughs> I understand. He feels my pain. <laughs> but thank you for joining us today. Uh, Ms. Tijan, can you tell us your role with the district and tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, so my name is Khadija Tijan, as you said. Um, I am the district college and career coordinator. Um, so basically what that is, is that I coordinate um, college and career opportunities for our students um, K through 12. Um, so K through 8, what that looks like is, you know, getting students to explore different career opportunities, that there's more things out there than just lawyer, doctor, nurse, or Instagram model, right? Um, We have human resources, we have finance, we have careers in entrepreneurship, or, you know, if you want to go into a trade, you know, there's lots of industry and construction. And then on the 9 through 12 front, really, you know, helping students to kind of go deeper into their career aspirations. Um, and then their senior year, we're filling out applications for college or we're looking at different jobs that are doing on-the-spot job training that prepare them for a career, um, a good-paying career with good benefits because we know that's important, um, or helping them enlist in the military. So that's a little bit about what I do and what the role is. Okay, awesome. And can you tell us a little bit of how you came to Riverview Garden School District I know before we started the podcast, I heard you say you are a Missouri Tiger, as am I. I am. Am I Z? Z O U. (laughs) Uh, And so, how did you get from Mizzou to Riverview Garden School District? So I'm actually not new to Riverview. Um, So as soon as I graduated from Mizzou, um, I was a part of a program called the Missouri College Advising Corps, where they placed recent college graduates into schools across the state to help students um, with the college planning process. And so Riverview was my school. So I was here um, back in 2010. I started in 2010 and went through 2012. Um, And actually being here made me want to stay in education because originally I thought I wanted to be a lawyer. Um, and But coming here, the students really said, really changed my my viewpoint about what is needed and the difference I can make in the world. Um, and so when I was starting to send a lot of students to college, um, you know, with varying students had varying, you know, levels of success. I wanted to go back to school to figure out how could I do this better. So I went and I got a master's in education to figure out how can I help students better be prepared for life after high school, um, because it's important. It, they, I know Whitney Houston saying that you know they're the future and all that and it's and it but it's true you know our workforce is aging um, people are retiring um, and so we need good people in these positions um, to to move our community forward to move our city forward and to move our state forward and move our country forward so I went and I you know I did education for a little bit um, and then I became the regional director for the Missouri College Advising Corps so I came back and then I 
I decided that I really wanted to go more deeper at a school district level. And so I was recently at St. Louis Public Schools doing curriculum and events facilitation. Um, but then this role kind of opened up um, and I really wanted to come home um, because, again, it's full circle. This is where I started my my career, like my everything, not only just my interest in education, but also being a young adult. Um, and um, I wanted to kind of complete the work that I had kind of started 10 years ago. Um, so that's kind of awesome. how I came back home to Riverview. Interesting. And glad to have you back. You said yeah. you were here in 2010. Uh-huh. That's actually when... I left the district because I was here previously, um, and I left in 2010 uh, and came back here in 2020. And so it's just interesting to see how, you know, people come full circle and come back to the district. And I think it says something about the district that people mm-hmm. are willing to do that. Exactly. Uh, because people are going to make choices for their careers and to gain experiences and things of that nature. But when you feel that pull to come back home, as you called it, yeah, uh, that says something about the district. And it's also interesting because I still keep in contact with a lot of my former students, and a lot of them now have siblings. Like that, I remember that when they were in elementary school, and now they're here um, at the high school, and they're actually some of them are seniors. And it's like I just remember you when you were a little kid, and and it's interesting to see not only do you just help a student, how you help a family because. Now, 10 years later, this family is like, oh, hey, Miss TJan, yep, we already know we have to do X, Y, and Z. So it's just a matter of just doing it when that time comes. Um, And you really see the transformative power that education has not only just on a person, but on a entire family. Um, So and I'm glad that I was able to come back home to Riverview to bring not only just the knowledge and the resources that I've had from other jobs, but also, like I said, just, just to kind of see it through um, and see it through multiple generations. So. And Q, tell me, like, why do you think it's important to, um, I guess, steer individuals towards college or to provide information on college, help people to get to college? Now we're in an age where there are so many opportunities for people to work and do their own thing. Uh, some people feel like college isn't necessary. Why is that something that's still a valuable resource for students? Yeah, so I I actually push both ways, right, or, or three ways, the three E's, the enrollment, enlistment, or employment. Um, I think, so according to the St. Louis um workforce development report um, and they kind of did like a state of the region and they basically said um, that the growing industries in St. Louis are requiring some sort of post-secondary education. So that doesn't necessarily mean college. It can mean job training. It can mean a certificate. It can mean, um, you know, an associate's degree or even a bachelor's degree. Um, And so, really the importance of just doing something um, is to really grow our economy, to to have, you know, students, especially people of color, um, be more economically sound and, and have, you know, those resources, you know, that are available, that money can, can get you with resources and give you access to things um, that money can give you access to. Um, so that to me is one aspect of it. But I also think, you know, you get to delve, dive deeper into 
the things that you want to be when you grow up. So, you know, if you know that you are, or your talent. So if you know you're really good at playing football um, and you don't make it to the pros, you can still use those skills and, you know, make them transferable to building healthy communities by opening up a gym or coming back and coaching other young rising football players um, or, or even, you know, doing, you know, running a football camp, doing something or doing something like an athletic director. There are so many different careers that you can do. Um, But college ultimately I think is important for that reason to, to get more money, but it's college isn't the only thing that you can do. And that's not right. the only thing that I push. I want to make that clear. Cause some parents right. be like, my baby not going to college or we just don't, we like, we got military family and, and we, and I support that too. My job is just to help whatever fit is for your particular student. And that's good to know yeah. uh, because we've heard that some institutions just push college, college, yeah. college. We don't do that college here. College can be, very expensive. Yes. Uh, like you said, it may not be the answer for everyone. Every student, every child is different. Yeah. And so uh, there are different paths to success. Yes. And so it's good to for you to point out that uh, that uh, you do point out those to the students and you do direct them towards that appropriate path. Yeah. Like we actually had two weeks ago, we had some students um, – interview for the Boeing program. So basically, if you don't know, um, Boeing and St. Louis Community College has a partnership where um, second semester high school students after school um, will go there. They'll learn about how to basically put the rivets in the plane and build the planes. And then when they graduate high school, they both have a high school degree and a job opportunity at Boeing. Um, And we had two students interview um, and and accept the position. They ultimately decided that that wasn't the career pathway that they wanted to go mm-hmm. to. But again, it was just one of those things that if they decided, you know what, after high school, Ms. TJ, and I don't want to do, you know, go to college and I wanted a career uh, starting off at $30 an hour. Um, they had that opportunity. Right. Um, and that's kind of what we do here. Um, we set students up with, the things that they want to do, um, not something that we're pushing them to do, but something that they want to do that, that they can make a decent living. Um, because we think we all want to be comfortable, right? Um, no matter how old you are. And so that's what we do. Okay. Can you describe a little bit about that process? Like how do you prepare the students for the three E's that you mentioned, enrollment, enlistment, or employment? Yeah. So the K through eight um, level, what we do is we try to bring in um, a lot of different speakers. So recently we actually had Boeing go to Danforth um, and a few of their engineers showed students kind of how to build like paper rockets, right? And so as they were building these paper rockets, um, they were explaining what an engineer is. They were explaining the different types of engineers. Um, but then they were also explaining other positions that Boeing has. So, you know, we have, they have a strong finance team, right? Um, they have a strong um, team of people who, you know, are under like logistics um, and, and tactical things because, you know, Boeing is a government contractor for, for the Department of Defense. And so they were talking about those kinds of jobs. They were talking about just 
different things that, you know, the company has to offer. Um, and then at the end, you know, they shut off their rockets. And I think the students love the shooting off of the, of the rockets. Oh, so <laughs> they, love that. they love that. Um, so that's just one example. And we're also um, second semester, um, we're going on field trips so that they can actually job shadow. So we'll have opportunities to go to the courthouse. We'll have a few um, food places as, as well who are interested for students who are interested in culinary careers, um, or even owning their own business one day as well in cosmetology schools, um, just for students to get a wide range. So that, you know, K-12, that K through eight, I'm sorry, is what we do. Um, we expose them. So we kind of show them, especially the industries where they're really going to need people as they're coming up. Those are going to be a lot of the places that we're going to expose them to. Um, and then in high school, we start with the conversations about the A-plus program, about, you know, making sure that you are aware of the credits that you need to graduate from high school. Um, and then we talk to them a lot about making the most of your college, I mean, your high school experience, um, getting involved in those extracurricular activities like sports, like clubs, um, like tutoring, um, just so that you have a high school experience that's one to remember. I know I remember my high school experience and it was really positive. Um, and then sophomore year, we kind of continue those conversations, but then we connect them to programs like the St. Louis Internship Program. Um, and we also connect them with our partners like Harristow Talent, Talent Search or um, College Bound or um, um Umsel Bridge. So different things like that. We connect our students to them because they can levy additional resources to the ones that we already have here at the district um, to prepare students for whatever pathway they choose. Then in 11th grade, um, we do, you know, again, we kind of go deeper into their career pathways. And so we provide them with, again, internships, opportunities. Um, we kind of educate them about, you know, hey, make sure you're doing a credit check. You're still going to graduate, going to graduate on time. Um, making sure that, especially for our students who are college-bound athletes and who know that they want to play, making sure that, hey, you're still staying eligible by doing X, Y, and Z. Um and then in senior year, that's when we, we really kind of put all the things that we've learned into practice. So now it's submitting FAFSA, it's submitting college applications, it's submitting your applications to college, it's going on college tours. And we're going on college tours, you know, mind you, from 9 through 12, um, taking them to various career fairs, um, just different things um, that if it's college and career related, you can bet your bottom dollar that Riverview Gardens is there. Um, and we have a group of students there. Um being exposed to all the experiences that we have in the community to offer. Okay. And that's, you talked about the college athletes and mm -hmm. making sure that they're on path uh, to be eligible. Uh, and that's great to hear you know, way back in the day when <laughs> I was in, in high school, uh, I remember there were a lot of athletes um, who that sort of crept up on them yeah. and you get to your senior year and you're applying to colleges and you have to get this, Maybe it was a 19 or 21 on the ACT and Still. some people couldn't get that. And, you know, they had not had that preparation. Um, and so now you're looking at something totally different where you have to go down a, an avenue. You can still make yeah. your dream happen, but you have to take an alternative route to get there. Yeah. Uh, so good to know that that support is in play. Can you share how did COVID, you know, we're – Hopefully, at the uh, nearing the end of the pandemic, 
Uh, but we're back to in person. But how did the couple of years of virtual and hybrid learning impact your work? Yeah, um, it's been interesting. <laughs> um, I will say that we see that a lot of students they can do virtual work, but they learn better when they're in person. I, I've seen that. Um, now, we, of course, you'll have an exception to every rule. Right. But I have really seen students perform better when they're here in person engaging with their students, uh, with their teachers. And I say that because um, I've seen GPAs go up um, and and be better. And I've seen students retain the information better. And I've seen relationships and the quality of the letter of recommendation that they get from their teacher um, way better than, you know, when we were virtual. I think um, I think a lot of it also just kind of the impact of COVID on students. Um, I think that it's definitely made them more social um, because they probably realized how much they've missed their friends. And um, I've seen a lot more students as a result of that, um, they've had to work more. Um, and so because of that, a lot of them are looking more at, you know, local options here in St. Louis, where in the past, uh, just looking at my class of 2011 and my class of 2012, a lot of my students in, the, in that class, if they didn't go to St. Louis Community College or Harris Stowe, a lot of them went away, like out of state. Right. Um, I'm seeing a lot of students now um, actually actively pursue staying here locally. Um, so any local colleges, and universities that are listening to this podcast, you know, we have a lot of students who are, have really good grades and would love your scholarship opportunities. Um, so that's you know, a professional, right? <laughs> so send them our way. <laughs> um, but no, we do. A lot of our students um, have taken on, you know, family responsibilities, um, and and that's okay. I think that that's good. And I think if anything, um, they're a lot more cost conscious because of the pandemic. Um, they were cost conscious before, but they really are like, no, Miss TJN, no loans. If, if if I have to take out a loan, then we'll probably look at other options. Um, so that's been the biggest thing. But I've also seen a lot of our students, a lot more students wanting to work and pursue full-time employment. Um, rather than going the college route, um, which I think is okay. I think so really a lot of my work has been connecting students to jobs that are going to offer training or apprenticeships um, or jobs that will lead into careers. So using Amazon as an example, um, you know, you'll start there maybe, you know, being um, one of their logistics people by bagging and, and packaging and, and shipping off things. But Amazon has defined career pathways where after you're with a company for about six months, they have ways for you to move up within it. So it's connecting students to those, to those jobs that will help them and, and mentor them and coach them to move up um, in that company. So that has been something that I've been looking into a lot. And I have a list of those resources of those jobs um, that I know of that will coach and mentor and do right by our students. Um, because here at our district, something that I'm really proud of is that we love on our, our students a lot. Um, and we don't just send them anywhere. Um, so the companies that we connect them with and connect them to um, are known to, to, to treat our students right. 
Okay, awesome. Yeah. And uh, just going back to you mentioned the students uh, receiving letters from the teachers or from staff members, and that's something I had not really even thought about. So any students, any scholars listening, be nice to your teachers, yes. be nice <laughs> to your counselors, because those letter of recommendations can go a long way, whether you're pursuing college, whether it's employment. Uh, and so you want to have a personal relationship um, with your teachers, with your principals, with your counselors, uh, so that you can really get a genuine letter of recommendation. Yeah. Uh, because being an administrator now and having sat in job interviews and things like that, like you can tell when a letter of recommendation is sort of a generated, mm -hmm. generic uh, thing versus somebody who has a personal relationship and really is ready to go to bat for that person. Exactly. And that's why it's also, students, as a friendly reminder, attendance matters um, because um, not only do you want to have a good relationship with your teachers, but also you're developing good professional skills, and, and we're calling them power skills instead of soft skills. We're calling them power skills now, but skills that you need once you go into the professional workplace. You have to be on time. You have to have good working relationships with your coworkers and your supervisors and the general public if that's the the role in which, you know, customer service role or any other role. So, you know, the skills that you're going to get the skills that you're going to need in the professional world, you're getting while you're here at school, um, when you're sitting in class and you're learning and you're developing relationships, like you said, with teachers and principals and, you know, getting along with your your peers um, and coming to class on time, so not <laughs> loitering the halls. Um, you know, those are skills that you need once, once you graduate from here. Okay. Yeah. Now, are these... Um things that you've talked about, the college trips, the uh, employment trips, uh, all of these resources. And I always say Riverview Gardens has an abundance of resources out there. Uh, and I don't think parents always know about them. Yeah. And so we're trying to highlight them more. But really in every avenue, whether it's mental or emotional support, whether it's academic support, whether it's just food and and resources for the household and things like that. Riverview Gardens has a lot. Um, you've talked about a lot of the resources here, but if a parent was to come and say, hey, I want to make sure that my child is accessing uh, these resources or is able to go on these trips and things like that, what? how would you guide them? Yeah. So the first thing I would say, um, so I send a weekly email um, to my senior parents um, and students um, highlighting all the things that we have happening. So yesterday they got a list of all the scholarships um, that our students are eligible for. They got reminded of the ACT. It's next weekend. Um, and they got reminded of... Um, upcoming like deadlines for um, college applications and in a few job opportunities that we knew about. Um, so for our senior parents, it's a weekly email. Um, for our underclassmen parents, 9 through um, 11, I've sent out monthly emails. So that's one way. 
the second way is also I run the Instagram account. <laughs> so because again, I love social media. Um, and so we also advertise the things that we have going on that way too. So if you know, if you love Instagram, you know, like our page, um, Twitter as well. Um, we're on like we're on there as well. So that's, that's how we high schools, the high schools, yes, high school. So go yes. ahead and RGHS underscore official. Right, right there for official. both Twitter and Instagram. Okay. You'll see the RAM with multicolor background. That's us. Go ahead and hit that follow button. Right. Like, right subscribe, follow, all of, all of the above. All Wonderful. of it. Wonderful. So that's that's the second way. And then also I do our webpage too. Um so like um so again, um once those those announcements are available, um, I, I put them on our homepage as well. Um so those are three ways that you can know. And if you also just offhand want to know like, Hey, well, what's happening second semester? Feel free to give me a call or what, or if you have ideas. Um, one thing I love about being here um, at Riverview is that it is very, um, it's encouraged to think outside the box and to levy as much opportunity and resources and creativity for our students. So if there's a place or a thing that we should consider, let me know, and I'm happy to to work through the channels to 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 bring that to our students. Um, and we have a very supportive administration that encourages that. So um, you just give me a ring. You can again text me, beat me. If you want to reach me? <laughs> I mean, all of that. Um, we're we are here to to expose our students to the the world that that is part of our mission is is to develop students who are ready um for the challenges ahead um and so we'll do it absolutely and if you can if you can also share and I'll send you an email. If okay. you can share that information yeah. with me, some of that stuff that goes out to the students, I'll make sure to share it on the district accounts and okay. newsletters and just try to broaden that. Uh, you can also you can follow the district RGSD schools on pretty much every social media platform. And so we definitely want to get that information out there as well. Yes. So follow, follow us. Um, we commu- I, I would say that we communicate very, very well Um to our students and our families. Um, I like the five, the top five things and you'll always see something from the high school on the five things you should know. Um, and then again, we're, we're sending things out and tweeting out scholarships and things like that to, to our families. And then also even just not even on the college and career piece, but just other things that we have going on. So like, before break, we celebrated our students who made the honor roll. Um, I know coming up, we're going to celebrate our students who are um, almost there, right? Kind of giving them some shine. So we're coming up and we're thinking of ways to recognize the good things that our students do um, and beyond just academics, right? Right. Because our students are whole people um, and we look at them like that. And even you know, and that relates to college and career because, you know, students are more than just what their GPAs are. They have dreams, they have aspirations, and they have stories. Um, and a lot of my job is to get to the heart of those dreams and those ambitions and those goals and come up with a path for them to achieve them. Awesome. Yeah. And... So another important thing I just want to point out for the parents, you mentioned emails. So please make sure that your email addresses are updated in our system. I know sometimes we 
uh, run into issues where the email address is outdated or the phone number is outdated. So uh, let's just make sure that we are keeping our contact information updated so that you are receiving uh, information on all of these opportunities, all of these resources, so that your child does not miss out on a scholarship opportunity or a potential career opportunity. Uh, you talked about military service, all of those things. Uh, that information has been out there, and so we just need to make sure that uh, that that door is open, uh, so we're able to get that information through. Yes. Uh, so, is there any other information that we haven't covered? Anything that I haven't asked you that you want to share? With the RGSD community, we have yes. staff members, community members, parents. Uh, everybody's listening. Yes. Right <laughs> the pressure is on. No pressure. <laughs> so three things. Um, the first thing is FAFSA, FAFSA, FAFSA. That's the free application for federal student aid. It opened up October 1st. Um, that is how a lot of our students are able to afford um, college. So parents of uh, current seniors, if you have not already, please submit your FAFSA. Don't hesitate to call me, call the school, email me, um, and I'll be more than happy to kind of walk you through that process so that we can get our students um, those um, those free dollars um, to make the cost of college affordable. Um, the priority deadline is February 1st. So although it seems like a far a long time away, it's really not. It's closer than we think. Um, the second thing is, um, just like you said, emails. Um, you know, please read your emails. I know that sometimes it can be daunting, especially when life is just hectic, especially as we enter the holidays. Um, but we, we, love to communicate with you and, and that's really the best way. Um, and we're trying to figure out other ways. So if there's other, another way that we need to do things, we also do robocalls as well. So listen to those. I know I'm, I'm guilty of up oh, robocall. Hang up. <laughs> I am. I'm guilty. I'm, I probably won't be like that when it comes to inclement weather, but when I'm like, Oh, robocall, don't, please don't do that. Please listen to it thoroughly. Um, so that we can communicate with you. Um, the second thing is something that I'm really proud about. We have over $2.3 million, um, and scholarships uh, received by our students so far. So awesome. kudos um, to our current senior class. Um, they're they're working really, really hard. Um, I'm extremely proud of them. So, you know, a lot of our students are, they're putting in those, you know, college applications. They're getting the dollars that they need um, to, to really make it and be successful um, and, and pursuing their dreams. And then the third thing that I have is, um, you know, Make sure your students are here. Um, and, and I stress that because um, the A-plus scholarship is a scholarship given by the state of Missouri um, that requires three things. It requires a 2.5 GPA, um, but it also has a 95% attendance component. Um, and it's not just 95% attendance for one year. It's over the four years. And there are exceptions to the rules. Like we know that people get sick and, and COVID has definitely shown us that people get sick. Right. Um, um, so there are appeals, but, you know, uh, generally it's, you know, 95 over the 95 percent over the four years. And what I would hate for is that our students not get that scholarship because it covers all tuition and fees and books and supplies at the community college. Um, and that's really good because, you know average amount of students, average amount of student loan debt right now for students is about $30,000. You know what I mean? Um, and, and we kind of see the political climate that we are in right now where some people want to get those student loans forgiven. Others do not. Um, 
And because of the back and forth, you know, everything's kind of in limbo. Well, you know, let's bypass all of that and let's do things that we can do at high school so that we can get our college paid for by the state of Missouri. Um, Like let them like that. That's what it was designed for. And for for students who are interested in pursuing some sort of post-secondary education um, at the community college, they'll do that. So attendance matters. Please be here. Um, so that we can help you get those those much needed dollars, and that's pretty much it. And we, yeah, that's it. All right, that's awesome. But what I heard is you cannot help me yes. figure out whether I'm going to get the twenty thousand dollars <laughs> from my student loans. You don't Listen, have a direct connection on that. Not yet. I'm working that on was it. My next question. I'm, I'm working on it for for both of us. Uh, for both of us, because you know I graduated Mizzou in 2010, and you know they're talking about some. Oh, you 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 got some student loans. I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> public public service, and and you know Uncle right. Joe said. I mean President. Biden said, um, he said he's forgiven. In fact, I got, did you get that email that that said, hey, Khadija, you qualify? (laughs) However. However. (laughs) But wait. (laughs) But wait. So, I mean, and again, and that's actually something else that I do tell students, because I will say, for me, student loans are an investment in your education. And and I feel like they are an investment. Um, But, um, you know, so in, major in something that you can reasonably pay them off. I, I majored in something that, you know, I can reasonably pay off. But, you know, I, I was also a Pell-eligible student, too. I was a student that was considered financial in financial need. Right. Um, and it kind of just goes back to what you were asking earlier is some people don't see the benefit in, in going to college. I, I do. Um, I got to learn way more things that I ever thought that I would learn and meet people that I have never before would have met in life had I not gone to college. Um, I got to join a sorority, the best sorority that there is out there, Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. Um, (laughs) No shade. I'm just saying, just letting you guys know. Um, Just letting you know. Um, And I had a good time. Um, But ultimately, um, my college experience was worth it. but now I need, you know, but at the same time, you know, and had to take out student loans for it. Yeah. But it was an investment um, because I don't think I would be here without a college education. But that said, I need, we need to leave the student loan crisis. Yeah. And leave <laughs> it's a crisis. That and, leave it. and you're definitely doing your part because I think the work that you're doing is putting the scholars uh, in a position for success, yeah. you know, whether it is college and they're getting uh, different grants and scholarships. Well, I was going to be honest. I probably, I probably wouldn't have had to take out any student loans had I actually done scholarships. I'm, I'm going to be very honest. And this is why we, we here, we push our students to do the scholarships because I was that student that was on fastweb.com applying for all the free scholarships that didn't require an essay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but guess what? Here at Riverview, we have a college and career readiness class where students can get all of their things that they need to do post-secondary 
done. So um, the students can't, and there's no, I've been in several districts in both Missouri and Illinois, and there is no other class like it. So at the beginning of the year, they're writing their personal statements. Um, they're looking up scholarships. They're researching colleges and universities. They're learning like college language terms, like no other schools really have a class like this and they're applying to schools and they're basically it's, it's designated time to get all of your post-secondary planning done. Um, you're, you're doing some ACT prep in there in the middle of it. You're, and you're getting a college credit for it as well, because we do this in conjunction with the community college. And then in the spring, we're going to, you know, look at, you know, how to, um, make sure you know how to read a course catalog and look at financial aid letters and figure out sources. So then that way, when you go to college, you're really prepared. Um, and no other district to my knowledge. And again, I've been in a lot of districts between Missouri and Illinois. I have not seen anything like that. Riverview is innovative in that way. Um, So we are preparing them so students don't don't do what Miss Tjan did and apply for only (laughs) the ones where you put your name and not essay. You won't win. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we are grateful for you for joining us. Thank you, Tjan, having me. Again, it's a wonderful conversation. I think some great information for our students, for our parents, and just to highlight some of the things that are going on in Riverview Garden School District. And again, even myself, you told me some things that I was not aware of yeah. uh, that was happening here uh, at Riverview Gardens High School. And so if if parents need to get in contact with you, if they need to get some information is there, what's the best place for them to reach out? Um, email. And that's because when I come to school, I'm, I'm in classrooms and buildings pushing in, trying to find the students. I go to the students. They don't need to come to me. I come, to, I go to them. So my email is k-t-e-j-a-n at r-g-s-d dot k-12 dot m-o dot u-s. Um, you can also call me as well and, and just leave a message. Um, the School phone number is 314-869-4700, and my extension is 22236. So, again, that's 22236. So, give me a call. Do you want to shout out the high school social media pages one more time? Yes. Okay. It is RGSD underscore official. So, go and check us out again. Instagram, Twitter, all of that. We're not on Facebook, I don't think, but uh, I don't. I like Instagram. We might have to do a TikTok. We, need, we might need to do that. The di- the district has a TikTok. The district has a TikTok. Well, and I may mm. talk to you because we need to get some high school students involved in that. And so I, I know a couple because they were doing a TikTok <laughs> video the other day, and I was like, "What is this?" But actually, they showed me some things. Um, and and that's why I love our students is that they are. They are very bright um, and very innovative and very creative. Um, So I think our community is in good hands. Wonderful. So we appreciate it. Again, I'm Ishmael Sistrunk, the Executive Director of Communications. I do want to share with the community, uh, we do have a town hall that will be coming up. It is Tuesday, December 13th, and uh, that will be at Westview Middle School at 630 uh, PM. And so we're inviting the entire community out, parents, staff members, uh, scholars, community members. And yes, that is Tuesday, December 13th, again, 630 at Westview Middle School. Uh, and that'll be basically around 
school safety, uh, all things school safety related. And so uh, we hope to see our community come out. We hope to see the staff come out. We really hope to see the students come out so that we can capture student voice in that conversation. Uh, But again, thank you for listening. Uh, Of course, you can always subscribe. We're now available on all major podcasting platforms, or you can always visit the website at rgsdmo.org to find out the latest. Uh, Thanks again for tuning in. This is the Ramley Matters Podcast, and we will see you soon. Mm -hmm.